This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, international games are over and we're looking forward to Saturday. These are off to Ellen Road to go and play Leeds United. And uh, I think we're quite happy for the breakdown our end. But I thought, let's get the word from a Leeds fan. We're going to chat to James Brown, ex-editor of Loaded, started Loaded, also Enemy. And he's now the editor of Sabotage Times. You can get that online. You can also hear him on the Johnny Bourne show on TalkSport as well. And most importantly, he's a Leeds United fan. How are you doing, James? All right, great, Billy. Thanks. Looking forward to uh, seeing the clubs play again, really, after the international break. That's right. I mean, we needed a break more than uh, most teams, actually, because we've had a, an interesting start to the season. Um, but it's, all, it's been all changed for you, actually, hasn't it? You know, um, at least, you know, and uh, I'd say that you've come back this season with a slight Brentford tinge to it. Yeah, we've got your old manager. That's uh, right, Udo Rosler. Yeah, we've got two of your midfielders, former midfielders. That's right, that's Stuart Dallas and Tom Adiemi. And, and also you spoke to Mark Warburton as well, you told me, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I don't think that's common knowledge, but I know that he was, he was very much in the running for the Leeds job and that he wanted a bit too much money. Yeah, I guess people at Leeds thought that, you know, that Brentford have had good managers. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a Brentford feel. I mean, it's, it'd be interesting to see what happens in the game on Saturday because I, I saw as... Uh, away at your ground about a year ago. It was very near the, near the start of the season last year, and right. it was we'd been on a really good run of four wins under Neil Redfern, who, who had taken over from the inexplicably appointed David Hockaday, uh, <laughs> who's very much out of his depth as a, as a, as a sort of a first team coach at a top uh, Championship level team, and uh, we were doing really really well. And then the, the owner had changed the team again. Uh, changed the management again, and we had this Serbian guy came in called Dar- uh, Darko, we all called him Milanovic, and uh, Milanic, and he'd come from Switzerland. That was his first game at Brentford, and it was really the team. It just looked for us. You obviously didn't know any different, but it just looked so stale and sort of stilted. And we'd been playing really good free-flowing football for the previous month and, and won every game. So it, it wasn't really a fair representation of what Leeds were at that time. 
but my memories then of just you overrunning us really. Pritchard was very impressive. Dallas and Gray. You were, I just thought you were very fast moving around. Now, a year on, it's interesting times at Leeds because we are unbeaten this year. Yeah. Uh, one of the few teams that, that, that haven't been beaten yet. A lot of draws, though. Yeah. You know, that's the upside of it is we've been unbeaten, but we've actually lost the lead in the league three times, which isn't good. Uh, one of them was against Bristol City when we were winning 2-0 with about an 86 minute, and we ended up drawing that 2-2, and that, that just felt like a defeat, really, because you should be able to defend a two-goal lead with four or five minutes to go. Uh, and we've only, you know, like I said, we've only won one of those games where we've, where we've lost the lead. And I think that it's early days. We've got The one thing is we've got a very good squad now. We really have got a very good squad. We've got excellent yeah. midfield. Uh, we've got an inventive striker in Antonucci, it kind of plays off the main striker. We've the first time since Luciano Becchio left, we've got an out and out centre forward who scores goals. Yeah. Um and in in Wood. Um and I think that's that's been important because for the certainly in the second half of last season we played with a centre forward yeah. who didn't you know, he didn't he didn't score. It was a really weird he worked very hard. Uh this is a lad who's gone down to Millwall again. And uh you know, he scored two goals in his last two games, but this guy would, he scored three goals already this season, I think three in the last last three games, and uh, it's just what we've needed. And I think that with Dallas coming in, he's not done as much as the fans had hoped for yet. Um, yeah. But there hasn't been, the midfield's not really settled yet. I don't know if Rosler did this at Brentford, but he, 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 he changes. changes the squad quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't agree with that. I think at the start of your season, you get your settled team, and there'll be bookings and red cards and injuries and people coming back from international breaks tired, and they're, they're all forced changes that will occur every week. Mm. And I don't think you need, and then I think in a couple of the games. It's interesting you say that because he did exactly the same thing at Brentford. He rotated the team a lot, and the fans did get a little bit dizzy about him rotating the team a lot because they felt he should um, choose the team as it is. And things actually only changed when we had a bit of a bad spell uh, towards the end of his reign. We were actually doing not particularly well. We lost against Stevenage, and he went in the dressing room. They had a big, 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 big falling out with the players. They all talked about what was right and wrong. And he came out, and he kept the same team for the last, I don't know, eight, nine, ten games that he was at Brentford before he got poached by Wigan. So that's quite an interesting thing that, you know, that he's slipping that back at Leeds. Yeah, I think also, again, it's, there's been a lot of lust. I don't know if it's because it's social media so you can interact with people more rather than just on match day or in the workplace or whatever in the pub, but there's been a lot of debate over the last four or five years with Leeds fans. A lot of heated arguments, really, about... It's, bec- it's become a sort of a state of mind for Leeds fans to be bickering. And um, actually, for fairly long periods of last season, we had an excellent midfield... We just didn't have anyone up front scoring. Yeah. Uh, and because Rosler's brought Adiemi and um, Dallas in, our midfield has changed a bit. Now, we had one guy, I don't know, I don't know if you remembered him, he's an, an, an older guy, he's a Jamaican captain called Rudy Austin. He's gone, oh. and Tom has kind of replaced him as the strong ball-playing de- defensive midfielder. And uh, But it's... You know, it's not sort of settled yet. We'd had Luke Murphy, who played very well in the second half of last season. 
he he was out injured at the beginning of the season. Then Lewis Cook got a red card almost straight after scoring his his first goal for Leeds a few months, uh, you know, about a month ago. And um, I think it was against Sheffield Wednesday. And uh, you know, so it's I I just think what you what you'll see is on Saturday you'll see a Leeds team that are still kind of working out what Rosler wants them to do. That's what it feels like. You've been watching a team who aren't sort of buoyant and unchanged. You know, they're accommodating two or three new players. There's some real positives, though. We've got a very good centre-back, which is the first time we've had that for probably about six years, which uh, is Sol Sol Bamba. Bamba. He he was on loan for us last year, and he he really displayed leadership qualities. And, and, And he's a real strength. And... I mentioned that, that, you know, look, I think the fans have expected more from Dallas, but there was a fantastic bit, and I think it was the equaliser in the Chef Wednesday game, where Dallas had switched onto the right wing, and he, he was in the far corner and of, uh, of the wing. He was kind of in line with the, the edge of the 18-yard box, and he just pushed it through the full-back's legs, run it, and as he went past him, Wood leapt into the um, six-yard box, and he was just pointing where he wanted it. Dallas yeah. looked up, drilled it in, in the back of the net, and it was a goal. And it was it was important for Leeds. So apart from getting us back in the game, was we haven't had that probably since Robert Snodgrass and Jermaine Beckford or Gradle and Beckio. We haven't had a winger who's beaten a man and a centre forward who said, put it there and I'll put it in the back of the net. And, yeah. and hopefully that'll be the first of, of many times when that combination will lead to goals for us. Yeah, well, I mean, Stuart Dallas, I mean, again, it's a, a big point in question for a lot of Brentford fans. I mean, the, the problem was Stuart Dallas really wanted to leave this season. He wanted to go to Rangers with Mark Warburton. Uh, I think he's a Rangers fan from when he was a kid. I don't think uh, Rangers had the money to, to buy Dallas, and Leeds came in and made the biggest offer, and he was going to go regardless. So it's a, it's a hole in our side again. But it's interesting because you use Dallas in a slightly different way to what we do because he was bought off the bench a lot for us. The way that yeah, he I like that. Where I think you put that in the piece you wrote, Sabotage Times, that he was used a lot as an impact player. But he's, I think, you know, when a manager goes to a new club, he usually wants to have two or three people that he's worked with before uh, yeah. on the pitch and his own sort of team around him with coaches and fitness men and so on. And, and uh, we desperately needed a winger. We, we had two fantastic wingers in Snodgrass and, and uh, Maxi Gradle is now at Bournemouth and they were both let go by Bates both sold and it, this, this, we've had fullbacks playing in the midfield positions we've had Sam Byron and, and the young lad Taylor and they've done pretty well but we've not had anyone who really can just go around players and get it in and I think we certainly want to see more of that we've also got a new player that we've just bought uh, attacker who's uh, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo player who, yeah. who, who could make his debut he may come on as a sub on Saturday um, so you know there's there's a great video of him doing the rounds doing all these sort of soccer AM style fancy flicks and yeah. uh, showboating but uh, we just haven't had any pace and at last we've got uh, a centre forward who can finish balls that are put into him We've also got lads in midfield who can score in uh, Moat and, uh, and Murphy. So, you know, I think Leeds will do a lot better this year. The, the, the squad is, is much stronger than it was last year. We're saying that Brentford and Leeds quite different, so it's going to be quite a different game to both the one that you saw at Ellen Road 
and the one that we saw at Griffin Park yeah, as well. Yeah, you beat us both times, didn't you, last year? That's right, that's right. It was a good season I for us. I think only you, I'm probably wrong on this, but the, the two teams I remember doing that were you guys and Watford. I didn't get to the Ellen Road games for Brentford or Watford because of doing the warm-up show on Talk Sport. But, um, you know, we underperformed last year because so, cause we had, like, four managers. Yeah. Uh, Are you surprised that Uwe's still there? <laughs> well, I, I'm sensing you're joking a little bit, but on Monday there were loads of rumours saying that uh, Shalino wanted to fire him after Sheffield Wednesday. He's joking. So, but what we need more than anything is consistency because had he appointed Redfern at the start of last year and then got him a decent coach and got him some players like he's got Rosler, we'd have probably been in the top six or seven. Um, you know, we were really, we did really well under him and then he, he kind of um, he got he did too well, he got too popular and Cellino was on his band and he got jealous basically I think and yeah. uh, didn't like the attention he was getting and undermined him there was a there was a bit of a weird walkout where six players reported ill, uh, yeah. even though the, uh, the, the the physio said there was nothing wrong with them. And uh, who knows? It's yeah. a, uh, people who have left have said it was a very divided setup last year. I think the, one of the differences is Bamba is that Bamba has played in Italy. He's also played in Britain. He's, he's now the captain, yeah. and I think he because he probably speaks Italian. I hope he speaks Italian, and you know he. he I think he, he will lead, give leadership on the pitch, which we haven't had for an awful long time. So Saturday, big game on Saturday. Like I said, Brentford, we've had quite a few changes. Players left late on. Andre Gray's left. Odebardu left. Jota's got injured. Scott McEachern's got injured. You know, So we've kind of seen the soul ripped out of our side. We've got a load of new players we're still trying to bring in. Um, people like um, Vibe, who's up front, you know, still, still trying to gel a little bit. And we've also bought the Ginger Perlo from Shrewsbury this weekend as well, Ryan Wood. So I reckon he's right. going straight in the side. So uh, it's well, going to be an interesting game. Well, you know, um, I'm just looking at the, at the league table now. You've played one game less. I mean, if you if you had won the game in hand, well, I'm guessing it's over Birmingham. That's right. You know, you would actually be uh, just next to us. You'd, you'd be 12th, we're 10th. Yeah. So it's yeah. still... You know, you, you get. I think it's at fifth five games you get a sense of what the league is like. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, after five games, you can still possibly have a, a you know an unusual combination of teams near the top yeah. uh, of, of any division. But after the fifth game, there's been enough time there now, and and it'll be you know it'll be going on. You've still got one to play there, so yeah. I, I don't think that you know you've got four points. You're uh, about seventh or eighth from bottom. I, I don't think you should be looking on yourself too harshly because if you win that game in hand, you've got seven points and you're in the top ten, top that's eleven, right. twelve. You're in the top half of the division. That's, that's right. And then we've got Birmingham on Tuesday. The game is called off obviously because of a ridiculous pitch that we had that we couldn't play on. Yeah. So you know, so we could be back in the game. But again, last season it took us till probably November till we actually clicked into gear. So again, as Brentford fans, we're not that worried about the situation as yet. We just we're looking and watching. But Saturday. What do you reckon? Two teams that have come up against each other, the new Leeds, who's just starting to join well, Uwe Rosler? I, you know, you ask people for predictions, you ask, you know, you just, it, I always say what I hope. <laughs> I hope Leeds are going to win. Uh, <laughs> certainly, I mean, I, I tell you a key thing about that last game we played when we beat Derby. 
Last year, Derby were one of the most... Uh, I saw two very organised teams beat us. Derby, when we were appalling against them on, uh, I think it was, uh, it was the 30th of December. It was the day before New Year's Eve. And, and they were all over. They were very well organised. And we beat them this time. And um, also, Ipswich were very strong as well last year in terms of organisation. So yeah. the fact that we've improved enough to beat a team that really dominated us last Christmas is a good sign. But also... Wood didn't have a very good game. His possession and his distribution wasn't very strong. And yet he still, I don't know if you saw the winner, absolute yeah. cracker. Really, yeah. really good goal. Yeah. Uh, breathtaking goal. And the sort of goal that, you know, took it with his back to goal on the edge of the D, pushed it across the D, and as he turned, cracked it in. One of those that hit the side of the post, side of the net, and rolled, you know, actually rocketed across the goal. Uh so that it's not always just getting the goals; it's it's scoring a goal whilst you're having a bad game. Uh, when when you've dropped a lead, because we're winning one 0 they've, they've equalised. We've we've gone in the lead, and then maintaining that. So I think this should be coming out of that last one with some confidence. Uh, Dallas uh, and Cook have both played internationals this week. Yeah. So um, you know, who knows? They always say footballers are tired these days. It seems bizarre. You know, but uh, so it might be they might. I don't know whether they'll come straight back in or not. Yeah, it normally does. Do you think? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, do you think you know your team better than than I? I mean, I'd be, I would be quite happy if we if we as long as we don't lose. Yeah, again, I think we'd be happy with the draw at the moment. Now we're still, we're still, uh, we're still growing. We're still working. Um, the team's still gelling at the moment now. And uh, like I said to you, a lot of players haven't been in. The, they haven't played even you know championship football very long, so they're still feeling the game. We've got a new manager, yeah. you know. So all these things we realise are going to take a bit of time. You know, we're going to places like Leeds, who you know, big crowd, big noisy crowd. They get behind their team, you know, which makes a, a, makes a really big deal. And also, like I said, you've got. You know, you've got players that have been there for, you know, season two seasons. They start to understand what it's all about. And you've got Uwe Rosler, who, you know, I know Uwe very well. We talked to him a lot. I saw when he was at Brentford. He spoke to us a lot. Really lovely yeah. guy. Very organised guy. Knows what he wants. Gets the discipline going with the team. You know, if anything, sometimes he might be a little bit, as they call it, risk averse sometimes. So, as you say, sometimes you go ahead, then you, then you squander the lead. Um, whereas yeah. football we played last season, we used to go for it, as you saw. We go for it, we go for it, we go for it. Sometimes, some say a little bit too kamikaze. We're not quite the same as that this season, but it's going to be a difference in styles where, you know, Uwe does his thing and we're going to do our thing. And for me, I'll be very happy with a draw, a one all draw to see us score at Ellen Road and, and get a one all draw, be happy with that. Yeah, um, I, think, I think from our point of view as well is that, you know, so much as compared us against, you know, Derby who beat us last year away. But um, you know you you got six points from us last year, so if we get anything more, and it, it almost sounds defeatist, but you know as they're gelling, as they're coming together, I, I would be quite happy in an improvement on on the loss last year. You know we've had four players have scored for us so far, so we've we've Dallas has come close a couple of times, a fantastic save. Uh, I think in the uh, I can't remember which game, it was one of the recent games. Um, he, he had a really good shot and it was brilliant save Kate gets him out Moat's yet to start scoring Byram normally gets a, free, a few and Murphy so Leeds have got goals to come from midfield so I would say Saturday you'll be looking at I think we'll score a couple I think, okay. I think we'll get a couple of goals 
Okay. So we can keep them out, you know? Yeah. All right. So this okay, is no, great talking to you, Bill. I really great. enjoyed this. So good luck with this. Uh, yeah. And maybe we'll talk when the reverse fixture is in the second half of the season. That's hopefully, definitely so. That's James Brown, ex-editor of Loaded, and from the Sabotage Times. You can check them out online. Nice one, James. Yeah, cheers then. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.